Support for this podcast comes from FanDuel Sportsbook. Don't just watch college basketball. Get in the action and shoot your shot. With the FanDuel Sportsbook app, there's more ways to play all tournament long. New users get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Sign up with code DANCE on the FanDuel Sportsbook app and make your first deposit today. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only for $1,000 risk-free bet. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi. Let's talk about what we learned today. I'm your co-host, Chris Ballinger, joined by my other co-host, Jessica Ballinger. Hello. And today we have a very special guest, the birthday girl herself, Bailey Ballinger. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Bailey is our daughter, and she just turned 13. How's that going for you? Great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, uh, and at the beginning of our podcast, we usually talk about what we learned this week. And we learned what it's like having a 13-year-old in the house. Yeah. A teenager. We know now. So we are now experts. Yeah. One yep. week. That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how are you feeling with your age and your the oldness? Same. The same. <laughs> how was your birthday party? Really cool. Amazing. Yeah. Why don't you tell everybody what you did? Well, we did Disneyland. We did it. (laughs) But Disneyland's closed, Bailey. Yeah. How could you possibly do Disneyland while it's closed? Well, we did it at um, my aunt's house and it was amazing. And um, so what happened was there was like a box on wheels that you. Yeah. Me. Yep, you <laughs> pushed us around in. And there was like a... Projector? Projector. <laughs> it's like projected videos of Disneyland rides and you pushed us around. It's yeah, really basically we, we shook the kids in boxes in time <laughs> with videos of the of the rides happening. It was yeah, a lot it was of fun. really cool. And we had some pretty good imitation snacks and treats. Yeah. Yeah. We had pickles and churros and really quick question. Did yeah. you like it when I pushed you on the pirates ride? Oh, it was fantastic. You did a great job. Thank you. I saw you going. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. Daddy loves the Pirates rides. So. Yeah. I actually I got to ride the, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Shanghai, which I've never been to. Which was really cool. It was a neat experience. Yeah, we went on the Star Wars ride too. That we yeah, we haven't been on that Rise of Resistance and, and we got to go on it on your birthday. So that's birthday dreams do come true. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's pretty cool. I thought your birthday was like kind of the best birthday I could imagine. Like it, it, yeah, we it was all amazing. Said, yeah, and everybody there, all the adults even said like, this is maybe one of the best days of our lives. Like it's so fun. And we just all had a really great time. And I thought that that was especially cool because I know that this year for a lot of people has been a year where we've had to change our expectations of like what a party would look like. And obviously 13, because you're a teenager now is considered kind of like a monumental birthday. Like it's a, it's a big one. And I think that people could get in a mindset or you could have gotten in a mindset of being like disappointed because you couldn't have your friends over in the same way. I, in the past, I know you've loved doing sleepover birthday parties and I just thought it was really cool that I feel like we ended up with something even better than we would have done if this year hadn't have had the obstacles that it had. Yeah, I mean, I just miss Disneyland, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 
I just wanted to go to Disneyland again. Do you think we would have gone to Disneyland if it had been opened? Probably not. I think well, we would I mean, have been would to that have been your dream? Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I don't think it would have been like my giant dream because like we we had gone there all the time. Like there was a period of time when we went there like every Wednesday. Yeah, um, because we're in Southern California and we do have annual passes. So we kind of like it's different than living far away from Disneyland. Yeah, so I don't think I would have like missed it as much, but I missed it so much. And when I like when I got there and I heard the music playing, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> So it's like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. It was actually really fun operating the rides. Eric and I kept talking about it afterward. He actually came up to me a couple times and was like, man, it was just so much fun, like making the ride for the kids. Like he was really excited about making the motions. It was really fun making the motions for you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a special time because I got to go into the cardboard box and get shoved around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And Bailey was operating my my cardboard box on wheels. It was pretty good. So Bailey, would you say you had any like standout presents, like things that you'd recommend for other people to get for 13-year-olds if they're trying to get presents for them? You know, I don't know because um, every 13-year-old is different and every 13-year-old likes different things and it really just depends on what they like. I think Bailey got a lot of very Bailey-specific gifts this year. Yeah. Like the <laughs> things that she's interested in that are like little niche, niche interests, I feel like. So like you got a lot of um, Studio Ghibli stuff and you got like bookmarks. Yeah. And a device that doesn't need bookmarks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever try and put the bookmarks in your Kindle that you got for your birthday? Not yet, but. It's like these are not compatible. <laughs> My gosh. No, um, because. Um, I still get books from the library sometimes too, because, um, that Kindle does not have all the books in the world, That's true, but it has a lot of books. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's neat that they have that. It's like the unlimited thing. (laughs) Have you, have you read any books yet on your Kindle? Yeah. I read, um, the second, um, Heroes of Olympus graphic novel, which was really cool because I didn't even know there was a graphic novel for it. A graphic novel on the Kindle? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's black and white. Nice. Well, that's fine. Did you show it to Jacob? I feel like he'd be into that. Yeah, I showed it to him, but he couldn't read it because he's not on that book yet. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Got to reach the book before you read the other the books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you learn anything new this week, Jess? Um, I guess just how to raise a teenager. I'm just nailing it so far. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing, Bailey? Are we doing a good job? Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> you did a, a pretty teenagery thing the other day uh, when we when we tried out the different Starbucks drinks. Oh, yeah. Coffee. What did I do? You, you, you drank like lattes and such. Yes. Those were, <laughs> those were the stuff. Those were the stuff. <laughs> those are the stuff. <laughs> so I learned how to use the, the Starbucks app to order drinks. That's what I learned this week. It was a big accomplishment for me because I've had the Starbucks app, but I've never been able to like log in properly to actually place an order. And I figured it out and I did it. And I'm very proud of myself. It was really easy. (laughs) I just had never done it before. And now you're so enabled and you're going to be picking up. I know. I kind of like at at one point today. So many lattes for me. At one one point today, I I usually make coffee at the house. But today I was like, you know, I could just uh, type in a few keys here. And, and get me a coffee. And get, 
barely a coffee. Thank you. <laughs> so when, what we're talking about is uh, Bailey tried out all the, the Christmas uh, or holiday drinks, the special drinks that are available right now at Starbucks on our other YouTube channel, on the YouTube channel uh, Ballinger Family. And uh, we actually did it with her, two of her brothers as well. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we always have like a lot of fun with those challenge style and like taste test videos. And I feel like that kind of leads into today's topic because we will be talking about games that we like to play as a family, like kind of more specific to board games and also different ways we've adapted with board games during the pandemic quarantine period of life and the gateways we've made with young children so that they end up loving playing games with us later in life because <laughs> that's like one of our parenting goals right christopher oh yeah we the, <laughs> we were like we need a third person for back, a long back time back in the years day ago. we were like man we really need a third person to play some of these <laughs> games play guitar. yeah we're how like, we're gonna do this we, we can't don't... do that with just us too yeah so now we've got we've got a bunch of little board gamers <laughs> that's the story of you bailey that's how you were made oh my gosh really yeah <laughs> That's not the only reason. Well, and now she doesn't even really like Catan that much. Do you? We played it so many times. Oh, we out. Good thing we've got more children on deck. (laughs) You back up me? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Rude. (laughs) Well, if you're not going to play Catan with us. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, we're going to talk about that as soon as we check in with some of Support for this podcast comes from Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Tearing up the open road on your motorcycle is your thing. Keeping you covered is our thing. Feel confident with protection starting at $79 per year. Plus, did we mention the discounts like safe driver or bundling? Go from riding to thriving with the wind at your back and potential savings in your wallet. Get a motorcycle quote in three minutes or less at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy. Not available in all states. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Our sponsors. So this is actually a topic that a lot of people have requested over the years that we talk more in depth about, about board games and what we recommend because we we talk about board games a lot. Like we show that we we play them as a family on we our love YouTube channel. Uh, we were actually in games club in college. Yeah, we Friday night. Official Friday night math math room <laughs> board yeah, game. Math room. Wait, what? They do that? Yeah, that's at our college they so did. Great. Wait, it, it, did they only do it at your college? Maybe. <laughs> I need to do your college then. <laughs> well, you can set it up at any college. Like you can be your own president of Games Club, as we were. I think, I think we were co president. Well, no, I think I was a vice president. Maybe, and maybe I was co president with somebody. Basically, the way we had our system was whoever wanted to attend the meeting that made you an official like group or club at the college got to be the president. So there were like six <laughs> vice presidents. <laughs> And and I think it was just so we could put it on our resume or something. It was like, you know, you you can put this on your resume. I think that it was because somebody president. had to do it in order for us to have access to the math room on Friday nights. Yeah. <laughs> we had T-shirts made up. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a real deal. And it was Friday night in the, in the math room. <laughs> and we, we were all very available. It was on Friday. 
Friday night. Because everyone was doing something different than that on Friday night. And, and, and it was we, printed on the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have the t-shirt? I literally, I think I donated them last week and said, I will never need these again, right, honey? Because I've held on to them since college. There might be some in a box somewhere in the garage. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there I'll might be. I'll look for it. But I just did that. Like, they were in my drawers <laughs> for oh prob- almost gosh. 20 years. <laughs> Waiting for you to say, can I just see that Games Club t-shirt? And I was going to go, yes. Here's my Games Club t-shirt. Mom, you know what fashion I've always been interested in? Games Club t-shirts. Do you happen to have any? And then I was like, Mom, do you know what fashion I've always been interested in? What, honey? Games Club t-shirts. You walked right into that one. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. So anyway, we know some things about game board games. And so we're going to talk about that. And t-shirts. And we know very little about t-shirts. Only about <laughs> board game club <laughs> and t-shirts. And zero about fashion. Yes. Well. Obviously. So yes. Why don't we start with saying some of our personal favorite games? Okay. That sounds good. You want me to start? Um, Bailey, you want to start? I, I can start. Yeah. Let's have you start. <laughs> I know this is my topic, but um, <laughs> hey, I'm ready. Um, I love the game pandemic it's a real board oh game. my god it existed before 2020 <laughs> yes let me just say i played pandemic a few months into the pandemic and i was like hmm, i really can't lose this <laughs> i need to save the world <laughs> yeah you tend to take it much more seriously but it's also very <laughs> empowering even in the pandemic but i loved this game even before 2020 and I particularly love the legacy version of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know about legacy games until somewhat recently, like a few years ago. We like really We're jumping, lost the first one. Jumping right into the nerdy stuff, like well, straight away. This is my favorite. Yeah, so no, I'm I love it. I'm telling you like this is my favorite. I didn't know yeah, if we were going to like same. ease into this, but you're going for it. I like it. So Pandemic Legacy, and they have this for like the game Risk, and they have it for a few other games. But Pandemic Legacy was our first legacy game. And basically, it takes a game that you like to play and they make it kind of long form and they make it so that the game itself changes and like physically changes as you're playing it. So you like add stickers to it. You rip up cards. There's more of a story. I love ripping up the cards. It's so satisfying. (laughs) It's very satisfying and a little intimidating. (laughs) Um, and it, it's, it's, there's a story to it and depending on how often you're able to play and like what kind of players you are, it, it can take a shorter amount of time or it can take a long time. I think for us, gosh, we haven't even finished the last, yeah, we haven't, it has a season one and a season two and we still have one left of season two and I really want to play it. Okay. I'm sorry, but can I just talk about how satisfying it is to rip out those cards, especially <laughs> after you just lost a game of Pandemic Legacy. You just go. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty wild feeling to like destroy the board game that you're playing. But I, I will say for us, the type of gameplay we've done and when I played it with my friends because we played our own separate game of it, um, it took I think over a year for yeah. both of our groups. So like we did get a lot out of it, but it's not replayable. Like, yeah. The, you you change the, the whole board game as you play. Yeah. yeah. I kept to the faded figures. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, that there are spoilers within the game. So it's hard to go back and play again. And I know that there Spoiler. are. 
I can't do that like way after <laughs> do the spoiler family. But okay. So I would say pandemic, pandemic legacy. I love the game Catan. Um, we have a bunch of the expansions and we haven't given them enough of a try, I think. I the one that I did try, I didn't like that much. It had like pirate ships and a lot of people like it a lot in the reviews and it just like didn't I, I still didn't like like love it as much as I love the original. But I do love original Catan. And um, I really like the game Dominion. Mm -hmm. And Christopher and I have found an online way to play that together, too, which is kind of like a little embarrassing (laughs) as like game board game people. Um, Like, it's kind of funny. We sit next to each other in bed with like our laptops, (laughs) like playing a board game against each other now. But it's really fun. And the setup's so easy and um, they, it makes it so that you learn expansions like a lot easier. So I really appreciate what that. What game is that again? Dominion. Dominion. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think I think I'll say that's my top three and leave it at there because I don't want to okay. take all the games from you guys. Okay. So I and Bailey I know likes very different games than my top three. Yeah. So I want to hear Bailey's. Yeah. Now. What's What's up with yours, Bailey? Okay. So I like more like I don't know role play and um fantasy adventure so my top three are mysterium uh which is a game where there's a ghost and then the ghost is like i forgot what happened to the ghost but something happened with the ghost and we're trying (laughs) to like free it or something by figuring out who murdered it and with what and where where and the ghost like gives you cards and it's like Okay, well, you have to, um, one of these are going to, like, teach you, they're going to, like... It's it's just yeah. like the game Clue, which is really popular. It's, like, the same objectives as yeah. Clue, but with a similar gameplay as Dixit. Yeah. So, Dixit so- is, like, a visual, um, you try to kind of match visual clues, but you aren't guaranteed which cards you're getting, so it's, sometimes you, you like... You're, it's almost like being telepathic with your people you're playing yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. clues are very uh, abstract. Mm-hmm. So you get a clue and you don't know what it's pointing to. So you have to kind of go off of that person's personality. Yeah, it's like, a really fun game. You see a card. with like it's yellow. I'm just giving you an example. I don't remember what the cards look like. And then there's like a red apple in the corner. And then there's like a giant worm destroying a tower. And you're like, what is going on? <laughs> what the heck am I supposed to do with this card? <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to get them to guess like the chef. And they're like, well, it's got an apple on it. So that's like food. So maybe they'll connect that I'm thinking the chef because I put a card with food in it. But then like there could be a snake on someone else's card. And you'd be like, wait. So wait. The worms and the apple. Now they think it's a snake. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting game. I really, really like it a lot. What other games do you like, Bailey? I really like uh, Apples to Apples, too. Very fun. Good group game. Just because it has very funny results. And it just, it makes me laugh every time. Like, um, there was, there we have a Disney one. It's like, um, amazing. And then Parker puts down like, Barfing gnome. (laughs) (laughs) Any other games, Bailey? (laughs) And then um, I really like D&D, which is a role-playing game where you like kind of 
everything's made up within like the mind of the dungeon master and the people playing. I like being a player personally because um, dungeon master is really fun. You get to make up all the story and stuff, but I mean, I'd rather be playing it and having the adventure, you know? Yeah, I agree. I like being a player as well. Um, And when you're the player, you have like your characters and you're like trying to defeat monsters and complete your object objective (laughs) and you normally like have personal goals or like goals assigned to you throughout the game and stuff like that and it's just really fun um i am shocked that you haven't mentioned mansions of madness that's my last game that i was oh okay you're gonna do top four then yeah sorry (laughs) you get a bonus game from you get a bonus game okay so your bonus game is Whoa. Who would have guessed? It's a big surprise. <laughs> Who would have guessed? It's a big surprise. Okay, in case you didn't hear me because I was whispering dramatically, it was <laughs> Mansions of Madness. And um, it's really fun. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, except the iPad is the Dungeon Master. And then everyone else is the players. And so basically throughout the game, the iPad tells you, okay, you're going to bring like different pieces of the board on. And then we're going to have all these monsters that are going to attack you at certain points. You can lose sanity. You can lose health. And you either complete the objective, which is different for every game, or you die. <laughs> so here's the thing with Mansions of Madness for me. I always feel like we're playing it wrong and that stresses me out. So I, that's, I feel like it's the perfect game for me. I feel like I'd love it. I do like the idea of the Dungeon Master being replaced by an iPad and like letting everybody have the mystery of the game. But I just feel like it's too hard. Like we never get anywhere near winning, like on any level. I kind of like that about it. Like yeah, somebody's like always going insane. <laughs> I definitely do not. Like I <laughs> I just, I, and part of it is the discomfort of feeling like I don't understand the game. Like, So we just need to research it more. I just want no, to know that I'm playing it right. No, if we research it, there will be spoilers. That's what no spoilers. <laughs> and it's, that's so true. It's like a lot of the games we like to play. There's the issue of if you research it, there are spoilers. And that's so hard. It seems like on Board Game Arena, they do a pretty good job of hiding spoilers. I have accidentally stumbled on some spoilers while like researching the game, like researching specific moments. But I feel like they cover it up and you've got to expand it. Wait, they have legacy games. Sorry for interrupting, but they have legacy games on Board Game Arena? No, it's... it's (laughs) It's message boards about the games. So it's people like talking about them. Why would you get spoilers by looking? So what they do is they'll go like, oh my gosh, I'm so stuck on June, on the month of June. And we think we messed up. Like, was it supposed to be like this? And then people go like, oh no, you forgot to open this box or something. And then they kind of help you. Oh... that's what you meant by that yes that was it so yes it's a forum for cool people to hang out like me on on friday nights okay so my favorite games uh, one of my all-time favorite games is memoir 44 oh yeah and it's a game that um i don't know if jessica likes it as much but i I like it okay you do. Okay. I like it okay, but I feel like it's a little bit like edging towards the chess side of things, and yeah. I'm not a chess fan. It's a strategy yeah. war game. It's based on on battles in World War II. What I like about it is it comes with a book, and the book 
goes over certain historical battles and what actually happened. And then they kind of set up a scenario similar to that on the board. And then you play those battles out. Yeah, that that part's really cool. I really appreciate the historical element. Like it definitely gets you asking questions and more interested in that time in history and those specifics. Hamilton. Yeah, but a different war. Yeah, well, yes. I think she was saying like the way Hamilton oh, gets you excited. Oh, like the musical. Yes. 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 And that, that's something I, like Christopher and I as like homeschool educator people, like that's something we're always looking for are things that are fun that can then be become teachable moments. Inspiration. Yeah. yeah inspiration to learn. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then another point in history is Stone Age. Yes. I that's like a playing great Stone game. Age. That's a that, good game. That one's a really fun. Yep. So in that one, you're you're kind of creating a, a group of people that are that are hunter gatherers, and you build a civilization, and you try and build the most successful civilization, and uh, that's good. I should mention Memoir Forty Forty Four is a, only a two player game. Yes. Whereas something like Stone Age is like up to four players. Yes, and you can you can play it with two players, but it's a little bit better with more than two. Yeah. But it is playable. We've done it. Another game that I've really enjoyed lately has been Scythe. Uh, that game is, it's another strategy yeah. sort of game. It's really fun. But it's, yeah, you like that one. Yes. That one's fun. You can play with more players. It is a little bit more difficult to learn, but once you get it, it's pretty simple. What I, do you think, Bailey of Scythe? I don't know. It, it kind of reminds me of Memoir 44 mixed with um, Small World. Mixed with um, small worlds. Worlds a good villainous. game too. Don't play that. Small worlds. Worlds really, really fun. You know what? A villainous... I haven't played it since Duncan was born. Actually, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, villainous is actually a good point because the the gameplay in villainous is you you have your own board game and obje- objective, like your mm-hmm. own little mini board. And this incorporates a big map board yeah. with the mini board. Villainous is really cool. It's like you're playing as Disney villains and it's sort of like a role playing game. And and you can buy expansions where you get different Disney villains that you can play as and have those boards. And it is a great beginner version of Scythe, which they're not related at all. But like I feel like playing Villainous really led me into learning the scythe gameplay yes yes and it was really helpful to have played that game and that kind of that kind of jumps into another topic that i wanted to talk about with the board games is board games that kind of lead you to other board games especially board games uh, like how how did we introduce gameplay to our kids yeah so so one one game that we play it's not really a board game but it is it, it introduces the element of rules and like um I don't know, gameplay with other people is uh, Zingo. Right. I I love the game Zingo. It's bingo, essentially. but With a zing. With a zing. <laughs> That's but, what I was going to say. <laughs> what I love about Zingo is that I can play it with a two-and-a-half-year-old, and it's just as interesting to me as it is for them. And there's risk enough that I could lose to that two-year-old, and I think that that makes it a little <laughs> bit fun, like more fun. Um, and then I love that it has elements to it that if you're recognizing them and aware of them as the adult um, you can teach so many great elements of sportsmanship and gameplay with it so we have some rules that we've established it's not like in the rule book or anything but we um, it shoots out these tiles and you have a little board like a bingo board where you have to complete it with the images with the and, tiles, the tiles that come out cover the image on, yeah. on the board. Yeah. And I think the gameplay might actually be that you're supposed to grab the tiles 
And we don't allow that. So what we do is we say, you need to say, I like there are pictures of like a house or a dog or something. And if on your board you have a dog, you say, I have a, I have a dog. <laughs> and whoever says it first then gets access to that tile. And um, they, you can't, t- and you're not allowed to touch it until you set it. And the person goes, okay, they're like, grab it. Or I think even when we first start playing, the adult has to be the one to hand it to the child. So now we've gotten a little bit more loose because our kids like really understand how to play and they can do it well. Um, But initially it was like, okay, you say I have a dog. We'll hand you the dog and you can put it on your square. And then um, the other thing is that if the other person, the adult or another like child playing gets it first and says, I have a dog, we like to tell the other person um to say good job like okay you got it that's great like and to kind of cheer them on and we kind of discuss those elements with them while they're playing and it's just it it's just a great game for teaching those things and i really enjoy it there's there's another game similar to it that's spot it that also has you can you can incorporate those types of rules into it as well where you have to say it before you grab it well, and um, I think it also, like, it works well for a young kid. I think Spot It comes a little bit after Zingo yeah. for us, like, three-year-old and up. Um, but it's always really great when you can find a game that works with a small child who really wants to play games. Like, I just think it's really cool. The next game up that I would I would like to mention is Catan Jr. It's actually a really fantastic game. It's so good! It's fun to play as an adult. Like, I would play it with an adult. Yeah. I would do it. I would. I don't think I would have no problem with that. Yeah. But you can also play it with kids all the way down to like age four or three or something like that. We yeah. play it with our three-year-old and it's... he loves it. And he, he's got his own strategy. He figures it out. He's learning how um, how to trade things and, and manipulate things on the board. Really, really cool game. Yeah. I think especially since he had experience with other beginner games, he was able to pick it up. I don't like I don't want to guarantee that anybody could, but it, it is. It's pretty simple. Um, it's not hard to learn either. Um, and it does, you know, I think playing with a small child, you you can't have the expectation of like they're going to get this immediately. Right. But it is something that's teachable to them. Like it's a it's a goal that you can meet that isn't that hard. And I think that that's really cool. Those games are just all really great beginner games. So and the other thing that I've loved about board games throughout like the pandemic time is that we've been able to figure out ways of playing them with our friends the way we used to. Like I used to have board game nights with my lady friends all the time. And what we've done now is we'll create like a Zoom meeting and then um, minimize our like us seeing each other, but we can still see each other and like talk to each other. And then we'll each log into dominion.games which i really recommend if you like the game dominion or if you're interested in learning it it's very great it's a wonderful website um i pay the premium to get all the expansions and then my friends all have access when i play so it that's really cool um and we will start a table and we'll just play together and and it's like the good old days like it's it's been an, an it's been a way to really keep in touch with my friends and Bailey's done it with her friends and that's been really cool. And then there's also a website that we love called Board Game Arena and it has a bunch of really fun games for free or you can pay a little bit, which I do, to support their website and you get a little bit more accessibility. Yeah, my favorites are Hernobby and Can't Stop. So if you're on if you do that, 
those games. Also, (laughs) that game I mentioned earlier, Stone Age, is on there. Yeah. Yeah. It has so many games. Board Game Arena has a lot of games. And this shirt, if you can see it, you can see it. Yeah, if you're watching on (laughs) on YouTube, Bailey's wearing a... Um, a no face shirt. This uh, is my profile picture for Board Game Arena. Yeah, they let so, you choose yeah. avatars, and that's one of the options. So. Yep. <laughs> um, but I highly recommend that website if you're looking for a way to play board games online and a way to do that, like with family or friends that maybe you can't see right now. And that can even just be people that you can't see because you don't live close to each other. Like, I think that's what's been so cool about um, kind of forcing us to have to find new ways of socializing um just that we've also been able to connect more with people that we weren't connecting with before because of distance um and just not living in the same state or the same country and i just think that that's really special you also don't have to be really far away like jessica and i play each other on the bed sometimes <laughs> yes <laughs> it's easier than getting out all the cards for dominion it is and bailey and i were playing hanabi last week in bed together that's a fun game yeah we hanabi. were just like hanging out so that's how we like to spend our friday night still <laughs> yeah we're still doing it we're still yes presidents with, of the with, games club with our shirts with our shirts with our shirts <laughs> and then the other thing we really wanted to talk about were games that work best with certain amounts of players or in certain situations. Yeah. I think we should start with the lowest. So like, let's do two play. There are games you can play with one player, but let's assume you have a friend. Mm -hmm. And so we'll start with two player games. I already mentioned Memoir 44. And then there is a game called Lost Cities, which is actually a really great game to play two player game. I played it once. It's it, really fun. It's really fun. Uh, we played it a lot in like college and right out of college. It's a card game. It's two player only. And that used to be something that was so important to me and Christopher in our early marriage time when we didn't have kids. And then also in the first year of having you, Bailey, because we felt like we needed to be home with our baby. And that was like a new experience for us. Um, but we didn't always know what to do like in the in-between hours, yeah. like in the evenings. And- Wait, guys, I know this isn't a two player game. But I just realized we haven't mentioned Maya yet. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 So Maya is a card game that we play as a family. <laughs> and we have, like, instructions on how to play it on our YouTube channel. Yes, we do. But um, uh, And that's a three you, to five yeah, player three game. Yeah, three to five. I feel like traditionally, like, most often we play it with four players. But you really And all you need is two decks of cards. Yes. yes. That's all you need. That's all you that's need. It. really fun. Uh, oh, also you need... You need like a couple players as well. Oh, yes. And people and friends. You do need friends. <laughs> um, so two player games. Do you have any others? I don't. Not, not I off the one. top of my head. What's yours, Bailey? A spit. Ah, yes. Spit is it's another card game. really fun. It's hard to explain right now. But yeah, you just need two, two decks of cards like may I. And you just do it. It's really fast paced. It'll like be done in 20 minutes. Like not twenty minutes, no, no, like five to ten minutes. Yeah, really it's pretty fast. fast, and it's actually one of Parker's favorite games, mm-hmm. and he's seven, so it's playable with somebody that's probably maybe even six years old. I'd say so, six or seven, and it's really fun for me. So, like, yeah, Parker's beaten me several times. Yeah, and I like that. I love games that can really span generations and be just as fun when you're an adult playing an adult as an adult playing a younger child. Yeah, another fun game I like for like two to four players is the Game of Life. That one's really fun. 
It's uh, basically just like you go around the board and get money and babies. <laughs> yes, it's, I love filling up the little cars with the babies. <laughs> yes. And getting twins. I'm like, yes. yes, I'm like, yes, I got twins. <laughs> so Bailey has moved us into the like two plus. So three yeah. player, uh, four player, five player. You're getting into games like Catan. Yeah. You're getting into games like Ticket to Ride is another good one. Ooh. Stone Age. You can play Ticket to Ride with two people, but it's a lot less fun. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how it is with a lot of games. Mm-hmm. The yeah. first games that we mentioned are just two-player games. Mm-hmm. And and the games that are more like two to four players, usually three to four is like a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you've got your... I just your... remember there was this phase we went through where we were like, Tell me all the two-player games. That was yeah. like all we wanted. Like yes. we needed that so much. But I mean, I know that like most games are more fun with three or more players. But I mean, Spit with three or more players is so hard. It's a lot of fun. With, yeah, it's with, still fun. Yeah, it's still, it's it, more it's, chaos. It's <laughs> chaos, though. It is absolute and complete chaos. Oh, wait. Is that a pile? Oh, no. That's just a card that was on the bottom of the pile a few minutes ago. Yeah, and you definitely need different colored decks for that, yeah. like different backs. But um, Spit is typically played with two players. Yeah. But we have figured out how to make more. Um, but yeah, I was actually going to say for the two-player game, I was going to say Lost Cities. Like, to me, that's like the big standout two-player game. Yeah. Um, backgammon? Backgammon's like, good. Scrabble's good. I don't remember how to play backgammon. I played it like once when I was like. It's seven. really fun. It's really fun. We played. We brought it with us to the labor and delivery room when we were having you. And Lost Cities. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we brought both. And then yeah. when we get into the larger groups. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah. You have forgotten, mastermind. Mastermind? That's <laughs> Mastermind a good two-player isn't game. one of my top two-player games, but I know that you and Colleen are major Mastermind fans, right? Yeah. I think certain people like really yeah. love that game. It's so a, that like a, a code-breaking game. And um, Battleship. Battleship, oh, yeah, that's Battleship, another two-player. Oh, Battleship, yes. Oh, and um, <laughs> this is just really fun because like, it's really hard. <laughs> Operation. Ah, yes, Operation. <laughs> <laughs> no idea where you're going with that um yes as far as group games go Mm -hmm. this is a very different thing because you want a game that is very teachable like you can teach it so quickly um people who are distracted or like getting snacks can just like join in and like they can do it and um I don't know. I just feel like it's such so important to like distinguish it as its own genre right yeah um and I feel like I personally love the game 25 Words or Less. It's That's not a, a very game. popular or well-known group game. However, I think they've made a TV show out of it. Somehow, I don't even know how that ended up happening because, like, really, I thought I was the only person who knew of this game. It's a great game. Wait, I, I thought, like, a lot of people have known about that game. I think they might know about it more now but from the TV show. But it's called 25 Words or Less. So how you play is you have one person for your team bid against another person on the other team and you look at a card that has five words on it and you have to say how many words you need that are different than what's on the card to get your team to get all five of those words correctly. And um, I think the general, like the rules kind of say, oh, we'll say it in 25 or less, like 24 words. And like the bidding is really high. But when we play it, it's like we can do this in eight words 
Or we even get as low as saying we can do this in like five or even four, which doesn't make any sense. I've done it twice <laughs> with four Christopher words. Christopher has does that because, done it because he is a legendary. I am. I'm legendary. Um, <laughs> I'm also legendary. But I didn't I, know what one of the words meant like the only time I played. So. That happens a lot. And that's okay. You just agree to like skip those that card and it's fine. Or the or the person you're bidding against, you guys. The person I was bidding against didn't know the yeah. So the then you word move on. Either. I feel like the rules are maybe a little different than how we actually play it, but we have so much fun. It is like one of my top favorite, favorite, favorite games, especially to play with other adults. I feel like that one's a little bit easier to play in your peer group because the words can be a little bit harder or more like topical to people who are older, <laughs> depending. Um, but it's just a great game. And I would say another group game that I love that's also less known is called Smarty Party. That's a trivia game. It's a trivia game. I don't love trivia games, but this is like, to me, the perfect group game trivia thing because it's just more fun and light. Unfortunately, it's a little bit dated because I think the cards were printed in like 2001 to 2005, maybe. Um, but that makes the trivia outdated. So that's, I think it's current flaw. I don't know if they've made any more recent is expansions. Is that the one with the pants? It is. It comes with smarty pants. That's the one I wanted to play since I was like four or five because I saw so the good. pants. I'll play it with you tomorrow. It's so good. Okay, let's do I it tomorrow. Smarty let's Party. do it. And you need at least four people for that game. It's like yeah. four and And they up. need to be Jacob able to read and, and know some current events. Like yeah. a little bit. Faith, Faith and Jacob, maybe, right? Yeah, so so you need for that game you need to have a, some knowledge. You, what I love about it is it's like trivia for everyone. So it'll say like one of the things will be like name the ingredients in a Big Mac or something. Like it's not what? <laughs> right. Or it'll say like the characters on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's usually like some of the cards you're not going to know at all. But some of the cards you're going to be like, I am an expert at Are that there card. going to be Harry Potter cards? There aren't because it's outdated. That's what I'm saying. Like there, there might be one. There actually might be because the books were made before that time period. But like you want more because it should be more current. But it's an older game and it wasn't, I don't think, as popular. So Other good like big group games include um, certain games like Dixit or uh, Apples to Apples where it's like, you're trying to judge other people's um, opinions on certain things. Mm -hmm. And then also drawing games are really good. So uh, Pictophone is a great game. Won't cost you any money. It's just a few pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. And and that's a great game to play. Pictionary's the classic. And then there's also one of my favorite games that not everyone likes to play. is called Who, What, Where. It's another drawing game. Oh, how do you play that? You I'll, play it I'll, at a time. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Play it, we'll play it together sometime. We have it up. Uh, I love in drawing the, games. Yeah. <laughs> I love them, especially when they're like Pictophone or something, mm -hmm. where it's like ends up really ridiculous. Yeah. Who, what, where ends up ridiculous. Yes. It's pretty good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then, um, and then we, uh, speaking of like games you can play for free, we play the game Mafia a lot, like mm -hmm. as a family and as a group game. And you, I think you'd have to look up the rules to that, but they're pretty simple. We changed them. Yeah, we changed them a little bit. I feel like it's one of those games that gets passed on in that way, though, yeah. that like everybody has a slightly different way of playing it. Um, I think the game Avalon, I think, is a Mafia variant, but I don't know for sure. And Among Us my, is, a, is a Mafia variant. Me and my yeah. friends play a, uh, a Mafia variant called Murder in the Dark, which is very similar to Mafia. Oh. <laughs> but. Nice friends. 
<laughs> no, no, it's a mafia. No, I know. I'm joking. Obviously, there's a lot we could talk about on this subject. So we could keep going on and on and on. We might do a part two of this at some point if people are interested in it. Let us know in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube. But we have a really fun quiz that we're going to do. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to do it. Let's do this. Well, <laughs> if you're tuning into this podcast, chances are you let curiosity drive your life. Introducing the redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. For all of you who want to go wherever your ambitions take you, this changes everything. The new design has upgraded human connectivity with a head-up display in Mitsubishi Connect app, which lets you start the car remotely, lock and unlock, get maintenance reminders, and more. Mitsubishi Connect also works with smart speakers like Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant. On the outside, the Eclipse Cross features super all-wheel control with four driving modes, and a suite of advanced driver assist systems, meaning smooth, reliable handling. Plus, the Eclipse Cross just looks cool. With its coupe-like design and perfect size, it elevates the compact SUV department. It's the sleek, modern, and safe choice, designed with humans first. The redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. Drive your ambition. Learn more at MitsubishiCars.com. Let's first see if we have any words from our sponsors. All right. If you're new to our podcast, uh, please subscribe first off. But you should also know that we always do a quiz near the end of the podcast where we find out more about ourselves because we love to learn. And they're usually from BuzzFeed. And (laughs) this one is this personality quiz will reveal which board game you should play. Nice. And, And would you say you could just type in that those exact words into Google? And maybe BuzzFeed, and then it'll pop up. Yeah. So you could do this yourself. Yes. You could do this quiz I've yourself. I've seen that a lot in the comment section. People wanting to do the quizzes and then not being able to find them. So um, now they know. All right. <laughs> I think we're going to do this three times for each of us. Or once oh. for each of us. So three times total. Okay. Okay. Because we all have different personalities. Okay. So we'll start with Bailey. Can you keep a secret? Sure. No. I don't know. Yes. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Pick a Monopoly token piece. Are you going to be the Scotty dog, the boot, the battleship, or the top hat? Uh, the boot. The boot. Good choice. Pick a non-board game. Truth or dare, hide and seek, mind, Minecraft, or none of these. Hide and seek. Okay. Pick a social media platform. Is it going to be Twitter, Instagram, uh, what is that, Facebook, or TikTok? Probably uh, TikTok. TikTok. Pick a dessert. We've got a like a tiramisu. We've got a pie. We've got a cake, and we got some ice cream. That ice cream in that like cone bowl covered in sprinkles. Yeah, you guys can't see it, but it's ice cream in a cone, and the ice cream has sprinkles, and the cone has sprinkles. It looks delicious. <laughs> yes. What do you love most about playing games? The imaginary world they put you in. Winning, the people I play them with, or the challenge? Well, probably be... mm, Well, I love the people I play them with, but I think the reason why I play games is the imaginary world they put me in. Okay. All right. Here is the game that you should play. Did you see it? No. Okay. What do you think the game is? Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. This says you you should play a game called Spy Alley. I've never even heard of this game. This looks like a fun game. Let's do this. Some might call you a bit mysterious, and this game is all about spies. 
fun. We don't have a whole lot of spy games at our house because I saw Jessica a spy TV like show once. Nice. There yeah, you go. It just the other day. I wouldn't say I like blank. I don't like. I haven't liked the spy games that we had, so we got rid of them. Okay, that's uh, yeah. I'd say that's right. I'd say that's true. What's All right. it called? Like Spy Madness. Spy Alley. Spy Alley. Spy Alley. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. You're ready? Okay, here we go. Can you keep a secret? Sure, no, I don't know, or yes? Um, I don't know. I don't know, okay. Yeah, it depends. Pick a Monopoly piece token. Would you be the Scotty Dog, the Boot, the Battleship, or the Top Hat? Do you remember who I play with? Because you're I, the Top Hat. I think you're usually the, the race car, yeah. Yeah, I'm always the car. Yeah, okay, well, then I'll go pick with something else. Scotty Dog. Scotty Dog. That's a good choice. Yeah. Recognizable. Pick a non-board game. Truth or Dare. Hide and seek, Minecraft, or none of these? None of those. Oh. Pick a social media platform. We've got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. Twitter. Twitter. Pick a dessert. We've got, it looks like yeah, tiramisu to me. Yeah, you bit. should look at it. There's some pie, some cake. I don't know what this is. Some sort of weird raspberry insides cake. I'm going to do this apple pie tart Apple pie thing. tart thing? I'm going to click it. I, I kind of like tiramisu now, too. Uh, what do you love most about playing games? The imaginary world they put you in, winning the people I play them with, or the challenge? I think, I think the people I play them with. I would have totally pegged you, you for winning. Challenge. No, no, I don't <laughs> care about I, the challenge. Was like kind of close. Okay, so we actually have this game. Do you want to guess yes. what game it is? Um, it's, I don't know. No, I don't want to guess. I want you to tell me. Okay. <laughs> it's a it twister. Is, it is not twister. <laughs> it is Ticket to Ride. Hey! So Ticket to Ride is a, a train game. It's yeah. It's a game. Solid game. It is a solid game. Everybody likes Ticket solid to Ride. Solid game. Like, yeah. I haven't found anybody who's like, Ticket to Ride, that game stinks. Yeah. Everybody likes it. Oh, is Bailey going to yeah. give me the quiz? Or is... I'll give you the quiz. Can you keep a secret? I'm going to say yes, because I'm a magician. But I don't normally keep secrets in my life. You know? It's well, not like not, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said sure. Yeah. Like yeah. if I know how to do it, you know. <laughs> Pick a Monopoly token piece. Um, I also, because of uh, my magician past, I'm going with a top hat. Not a board game? Um, I'm going to say, I guess I'll say hide and seek. Wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Out of those, but I think I sh- the correct answer was none of these is what I should have done. Because we're lovely. Oh, we su- oh, we can switch it. Okay, great. That's great. Pick a social media platform. Oh, this one's tough. I, I think I'm going to go with Twitter on this one. TikTok's fun and all, but. Dessert? Just to be different, I think I'm going to go with the tiramisu. What do you love most about playing games? Um... I, I'm kind of stuck between the people I play them with or the challenge. I'm going right? to go with the challenge. That, I was, I was torn between those ones. Oh, oh I saw it. Oh, uh, you didn't see it. It erase doesn't matter. It. It's erased. It, do- it doesn't matter. It's Monopoly. Yes, it is. I don't really like Monopoly though. <laughs> I think they're wrong. <laughs> Did, are the, like, I don't know. Monopoly's okay. Maybe you haven't played it enough. I think, I think I've always played it wrong. I saw this article about about Monopoly and how you play it wrong. Yeah. And I definitely was like, oh, yeah, I'm not playing it right. Like all the things that they were saying, it's like, this is what the rule book says. This is how most people play it. And it's like what you said before, where there are certain games that get passed down. Mm-hmm. And Monopoly is one of those games where 
everybody knows the board. Everyone knows the money and the pieces. Yeah. But the, the rules change family to family. And so you end up with not being, not playing it correctly. And yeah. it ends up taking longer than it should. Yeah. And it takes being like very hours fun. for me. It takes yeah. like four hours long to play such a simple game. And I'm like, and I think going on? I think a lot of the times too, like the game, you, we know what happens at like one hour in, like we know who's going to win, and it takes you four hours to like out. complete it. Yeah, but I do agree. I think there's there's definitely like a tra- trading element that I've yeah. never partaken in, and then there's like some other like the auctioning is it? Yeah, yeah, there's like some advanced money play. Yeah, that I don't know what to do with at all. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we should learn it someday. We should it's, learn it. It's your game that you're destined to play. I, I, I guess I I'm just... destined to play that spy game. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get the spy game. We need to take out Monopoly and relearn it correctly and and play it. All right. I think that's Okay, true. let's do this. High fives. <laughs> We've got high fives. <laughs> so that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, Bailey, for joining us. I'm really excited because this week we are supposed to be recording with my friend who's the historian. Um, I've been talking about it for a little while. Um, She is going to teach us more about Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. its origins, um, what is kind of the truth of the history of it. And I'm really excited about knowing more because um, even though on Thanksgiving, I don't feel like it's ever something where um, we focus as much on the history of the event we focus more on like gratitude and family gathering and just like enjoying the food but um i really want to learn more i want to learn more about it on like a deeper adult level and i feel like i just learned a very like kind of whitewashed basic version 30 years ago whenever i was a kid in elementary school and like i really want to learn more from a, a source that i really respect And so I'm really looking forward to having my historian friend come and join us. I hope that it works out. It does involve some new technology for us because we are figuring out how to do it distanced. Yeah. Um, So as long as like internet and microphones function, um, we should be getting that done for next week. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. I'm uh, I always have a good time talking to her about history, uh, especially United States history. She knows a ton. Yeah. So it's really, really, it's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope that you guys got some good uh, board game insights. If you were curious about board games, what kinds of board games you should play, what kinds of board games you should try out. Hopefully we gave you some insight there. And uh, I want to thank you very much for listening in today. And I just really want to go play some board games. Yeah, we should probably yeah, let's just do, do that. that right like, now. Let's, okay. let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Let's do this. Uh, so which game should we play first? Um, I think, I feel like we said something and I was like, yeah, we need to go play that. Yes, it's Smarty Pants. Yes, we, but we need to have more people, I think. So. Darn it. Yeah. We'll Wait, deliberate. Jake is downstairs. We'll deliberate about Hanabi. this. Hanabi. 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 With my no face. My no face. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys at Board Game Au revoir. Are- Arena. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you around. Au revoir. We should have a podcast where I just try to talk in French the whole time. <laughs> how <laughs> about you start that podcast family. Yeah. yeah and then and then you guys try and translate it it'll be really fun it'll you know, be a whole hour of the six sentences that she knows <laughs> did you know bailey oui, that, that... Interessant. <laughs> bon, bailey. um did you know that duolingo has their own podcast 
Uh, yeah, I, I've never been able to listen to them, though. Yeah, we should check it out. I think it seems it's a really good idea. Um, and it's being done by them. So why don't we listen to that and support? We. Oui. Oui. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. And I hope that you tune in next week. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. Au revoir.